Welcome to the EchoCast. I am Bon, and this is a podcast about video game news, speculation, reviews, and whatever else I feel like chatting about. This week, we'll be talking about an Xbox developer showcase. Ubisoft continues to spiral, more game devs being awful, and much more. A few things before we get started. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform, and if you're on Spotify or iTunes, please review the show. On YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment with your thoughts on any of the topics, or just say hi. A huge thanks to supporter-level patrons PK, The Dawn, and Cage Nephilim, as well as an extra special thanks to producer-level patron Hassan. If you're interested in supporting this podcast and getting ad-free episodes, please check out patreon.com slash bonddiesel for, um, it's only one, five, or ten dollar tiers, all with unique perks. Okay, let's get into some gaming news. Uh, so something is finally happening. The Xbox has uh, announced a developer showcase for the end of this month, the 25th, I believe, uh, they have been very careful to be very specific about what will be here. So they're trying to make it really clear that people shouldn't expect any big surprises or any big drops or anything like that. It's going to be Redfall, Minecraft Legends, Forza Motorsport, and the Elder Scrolls Online. Now, in an article, they did clarify that Starfield will have its own show. They felt like to properly showcase that as well as um, these other games, they should do them separately. It sounds like the Redfall showcase is going to be pretty extensive and I'm willing to bet the Forza one will be as well. Uh, around this, we've heard some rumors that Redfall is being targeted for um, early May. Uh, this is leading people to speculate all over the place about Starfield, whether or not it's going to come uh, in like June or if it's going to come before we don't know it also has us asking questions about like Forza and stuff like that um, will they will that come out in the first half of the year if you remember all five of the games I'm talking about were showcased last E3 and that show was specifically saying that all of the things being shown would be out within the next 12 months so in theory we should be getting all of this before E3 and E3 it seems weird to say, but isn't that far away. So um, my personal take on this is it's exciting. I really want to see something about Hellblade 2. I want to see more about Starfield. Um, yeah, I would even like Fable and Perfect Dark updates. But we're getting what we're getting. Um, I appreciate that they're being pretty blunt and upfront about what it is and isn't going to be. Um, and I'm still curious about Redfall. I'll probably really enjoy Forza. I think I'll try Minecraft and Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, to be specific about that one, it's not like a new game. It's a big expansion they're doing, and they're going to be showcasing that during this show. So, yeah, exciting. Um, I'm curious to when the Starfield show will be. I think they need to announce that at the end of this showcase. Uh, and then I'm really curious to this, this next E3. Are they going to do the one-year thing again? Because... 
Um, that had pretty mixed reception. Some people really liked that they only focused on what is actually tangible and what should actually be coming soon. Some people didn't like that they didn't message it very well, and they wanted to see at least something from what would be coming further down the line. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, we got news that Skull and Bones has been delayed again. I believe it was supposed to come out on March 6th, which is not that far away. Uh, and it is now indefinitely delayed, um, though they are still doing player testing. I just... Um, I played this game in 2018. Um, I think I've talked about it before, but I had a very... Um, specific interaction. So I was a Ubisoft star player in 2018. Uh, that year they sent me out to E3 uh, to be at the reveal of the Division 2, the official announcement. Um, and part of that was like a behind the scenes kind of hangout party we had where we got to talk to devs and play games that weren't out yet. Well, one of those games was Skull and Bones. And um, the interaction I'll never forget is how at that time Skull and Bones was supposed to basically be the ship combat from Assassin's Creed Black Flag um, in an arena or in a world that would be kind of like the Division's DZ, which would be this anyone can kill anyone, kind of no mercy, you can cooperate if you want, but you can backstab too kind of thing. The problem was is that at that time, is before Division 2 came out, but Division 1 was still relatively popular, the DZ had tons of issues. It always has, and it probably always will. And so I remember during the Q&A being like, hey, have you talked to the Red Storm or the Massive Devs about the issues they've had with their PvP? That seems like it's very similar to what you're doing. And the creative director literally like scoffed at me and gave very much an attitude of like, we don't need their help. Well, B word, it's four years later and your dumb game still is now, so bite me. <laughs> I just, um, they, they've done tests on this. I think it's under NDA, so I won't give specific information. I don't, this game, I'm surprised they aren't just sticking with the date to just get it out there, let people not like it, and then move on. Because... I don't see how this game and, you know, all these years of development, all of these reboots and, and changing what it is and, and all of that. I just don't see it working out. And it seems like every day they spend continuing to develop this game is just wasted money. And I bet this isn't the only game in that situation. And we can tell that because this week a big financial report came out for Ubisoft that said they're losing or they didn't make as much money as they expected not even close Mario and Rabbids undersold a bunch of games that they have have undersold not done that well they've canceled seven unannounced games in the last year uh, one of them being that Ghost Recon Frontline game that no one asked for as far as we know now for people who are listening to this I I'm under the impression Heartland is fine, the, the division game that Red Storm is making. But they've got to put that out eventually. I mean, they just can't just keep sitting on it. Like, something has to happen with it um, because I've, I've lost interest. And while I can't really say why I shouldn't have lost interest, 
Um, I have. I don't care anymore. When it comes out, I'll say, oh, that's cool. I guess I'll play it now and we'll see how it goes. But I'm not like sitting here chomping at the bit like I can't wait for Heartland news because I don't care anymore. It's been too long. Their communication has been too terrible. I just I don't care. Like, like it's whatever. Okay. If that game gets canceled and we never hear of it again, that's fine. I, I don't want that to happen because I know a lot of people worked really hard. And that's the same with all of these games. But I just don't care anymore. My main reason for being annoyed is that I don't even know what Ubisoft is doing right now. I know they have Assassin's Creed games coming, that they've announced like six of them. And at least one or two are mobile, but you know some other mainline games as well. But, like, do they have another Ghost Recon coming? Do they have another Far Cry coming? Do they have another, you know, anything? You know, what's going on with the Splinter Cell game? What's going on with the Prince of Persia game? What's going on with Heartland? What's going on with Rainbow Six? Are they just going to use Siege and, until for the next 20 years? You know, are we ever going to get, like, another Rainbow Six Vegas or something? Like, what's Ubisoft doing? What's exciting about Ubisoft? What, Roller Champions, Hyperscape? I just, I, I, I don't know what they're doing. And then even more infuriating on top of that is that Yves Guillermo, uh, I'm sure I butchered that, but that's how I think you say it. You know, the, 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 one of the co-founders and the head of Ubisoft put out a statement that was like basically saying the employees need to pick it up and turn things around for Ubisoft. As someone who interacts with a lot of Ubisoft employees on a personal level and a professional level, um, the Division, for an, for instance. The Division is a franchise that should be one of the best franchises and most renowned games in, in games because Massive is an extremely good studio with insanely talented people who are making their own engine and have done so good. Um, the, both Division games just never got Ubisoft's full support. Now, there's a whole bunch of stuff behind that that I think is pertinent. Uh, the the original head of Massive who left fairly recently, David Pohlfeldt, wrote a book. And if you go read his book, when Massive got acquired by Ubisoft, it got acquired while the people who typically do those acquisitions who approve them were on vacation. And so it seems like, at least for a time, a lot of the people high up in Ubisoft didn't even want Massive, and they definitely got treated like that, despite putting out good games like The Division 1 and 2 and their history of games as well, and being trusted with the Avatar and Star Wars IPs that they're working on. Their own IP just basically gets no love from Ubisoft. Even today, we're towards the end of year four, coming on to a year five of the Division 2 content, and it's they've tried real hard, but it's been a complete mess. It's been arguably a complete shit show. Uh, with low quality updates coming out, a new mode coming out that was fine, a new mode that's going to be coming out that's probably going to be fine. And then other than that, they're just basically adding more gear and guns and some okay story content. But the Division 2 should be getting much more love than that. It got a, it got a DLC a couple years ago called Warlords of New York, and it was great. And we should have been getting one of those every year. But instead, we got one, and then they shipped that team off to do a different game. And now the team working on the Division 2 are these ragtag bunch of people who are doing their best. But there's obviously not enough of them, and they don't have enough funding and enough time and enough manpower. So you know, part of Ubisoft's problem 
is that they they have these projects like Skull and Bones that they've probably spent more money on than maybe any other game they've ever made simply because of time. But then they let a game like The Division 2 flounder, right? So, you know, when Eve says something about like, oh, the, you know, the employees need to pick up Ubisoft, they aren't the ones deciding to waste money on games that no one wants. That That's Eve's and that's his leadership team and the people up at the corporate level. You know, they are the ones who make those decisions, who decide to waste money on roller champions, on, uh, oh gosh, what are some of these other awful games they've been making and putting out? Just these projects that like, I, I appreciate they're probably little passion projects and that they're trying to have a diverse, uh, you know, uh, number of games and kinds of games that they can put out. The problem is, is that almost none of the games they've released in years have been like original thoughts. They've all been trend chasing crap. Um, you know, it's, and you've even seen like, even though with a game like the division, a game that I love and a franchise I love that I think is incredible. I I can't give you, you know, a quote from someone that confirms this, but I'm willing to bet that the division wasn't going to be a looter shooter until someone, some genius at Ubisoft saw destiny one success and said, I want that. Uh, but I'm not going to give you the full capability of your team. We're not going to give you enough time. We're not going to have enough patience. And we're not going to let you do the post-release content that you need to do to actually compete with Destiny. And, we're, and they do this again with Division 2. But we want you to make that game and have that experience. But we want you to do it with 10% of the resources and dedication. And then they waste their money with this other stuff. I just, I'm so annoyed with Ubisoft. I... Like, I've literally gotten to the point where I basically am curious about what Ubisoft Massive and Red Storm are doing, and otherwise I don't care. Valhalla sucks. Valhalla is a bloated, disgusting mess of a game that shouldn't even be allowed to be called an Assassin's Creed game. Far Cry is just an, another generic open-world shooter game that feels exactly the same as it did, uh, as it has for years now. I, I just... The Ghost Recon, don't even get me started on Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon Wildlands and Breakpoint were complete crap shows because they took the franchise away from a studio that understood how to make a good game and made Future Soldier, which is one of Ubisoft's best games of the last 20 years. And they, they took it from them. Now, granted, they got to work on The Division, and I think that's why The Division is good, is partly because of Red Storm. And then they gave it to Ubisoft Paris, who made Rabbids games and dance games. And then they tried and they made these terrible open world, generic, awful AI games in Wildlands and Breakpoint. And now Ghost Recon sucks, too. And they wonder why they aren't making money. You know, the, I don't know if there's anyone excited about the Splinter Cell remake. And it's not because Splinter Cell is not awesome. It is awesome. It's probably one of their best franchises. It's because there's no I don't know anyone who has any faith that it's going to be done well. I, I don't know anyone who's like, oh, I, they're going to knock it out of the park. There's probably a decent number of people who are like carefully excited. A lot of people who are very worried about it uh, or people just don't care. I highly doubt that there's very many people who are like, oh, cool. Ubisoft's remaking one of the best games ever made. I bet they knock it out of the park because they probably won't because they're probably going to give it to a studio that isn't prepared to do it. They're probably going to give it. They're not going to give them enough time. They're not going to give them enough people. They're not going to give them enough technology. And it's probably going to come out and be at best. Okay. 
hate going back to the division, but the division two had multiple releases. These, um, these updates that came out that involved like the Pentagon, which like, if you think about the game, the division two is going to the Pentagon should have been amazing. And it's two pretty good missions and that's it. Now I'm under the impression that was meant to be way more, but instead of letting massive do it, they pawned it off on another studio and they, that studio wasn't built to do what they needed to do. So they pared it down to two missions and shipped it. There's a thing called Kinley College in the Division 2 that is this really beautiful university that you can go and do these missions at. But there are these terrible timed missions and you do the same thing every time. You play it one time, you never want to touch it again. That was supposed to be something much bigger. And that was supposed to turn into a zombie mode for a Resident Evil collaboration Ubisoft did with, uh, with Konami, right? And Ubisoft jacked it up, didn't give it enough uh, resources to do it correct, and ended up just putting out some crappy cosmetics and not doing the event at all, and probably permanently ruined their relationship with Konami. And it wasn't the devs' fault. The devs did their best. So I just... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I genuinely... I don't think Ubisoft is going to like shut down. Um, I just don't know what their future is. Uh, in theory, you know, they they focus down on like five franchises and, and put out, you know, two or three really quality releases a year and get back on it. Stop doing all these silly little side projects or at least don't give them a ton of resources. You know, if, if, if employees want to do their fun side stuff, they can do it. Um, you know, they've, uh, Jeff Grubb even reported that Ubisoft shopped itself out to try to get acquired and no one wants it. Because they have like 12,000 employees, and but they don't put out any games. They, they, they have, God, it's like 30 studios all across the world. It's not even like they're like just in Europe and America. They're all over the world. Um, but they don't like put anything out. Like they, like they, they, they don't, they, they put out some little things and then they put out AAA games that do okay at best. And so it's like, you know, no company wants to take that on. Like, like no company wants to take on 12,000 employees because they're going to fire half of them. When you, when you acquire, that's just how it tends to go. You have to pare it down and then maybe build it back up. Um, I, I just don't, you know, they would like, like, a, like an acquisition would probably mean half the studios getting shut down. Obviously the big studios, Montreal, Massive, you know, Red Storm, like those studios would probably be fine. But all these little tiny studios that you've like never heard of, like Annecy and stuff like that, they're they're probably gone, and that's bad. But it doesn't seem like their future is much better under Eves. So I don't know. It's weird. It's frustrating. Obviously, if you're listening to this or watching this, you can tell I'm, you know, frustrated by this whole thing. I just I know Ubisoft is chock full of very talented very skilled and very good developers from top to bottom. Um, and it just, you know, I just don't think it's those individuals fault that this isn't going well. You know, I suspect that the people who made the division two wish the division two was getting the content and the attention it deserves to actually compete with destiny, but it's not getting that. It never has, you know, I'm sure the people making all the games currently in development, want to make the best games they can make, but they probably see the writing on the wall and can see that they're not going to be able to do everything they need to because of Ubisoft's leadership. 
I'm sure the people who were working on those seven canceled games are devastated. The, you know, Hyperscape is kind of a meme at this point, but someone, you know, multiple dozens of people worked really hard on Hyperscape. And for many of them, that's like a highlight of their career. And that from no fault of their own, it didn't work. It was kind of bad. It was actually pretty good, but it just didn't have staying power. And so I just, um, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen to Ubisoft. My best guess is that they're going to have to significantly pare down their operation, and then they'll probably get acquired or merge with someone else. But I don't know how soon that can happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. You, you would think that Eves, I mean, he's not a young man. You would think he'd be ready for retirement. And it seems like no one else in the Guillemot family has any desire to take over operations. So it's probably going to go to someone. But at this point, no one wants it. Maybe uh, maybe Tencent's going to come back around, or Vivendi. Maybe Vivendi's going to come around and snag him up again. I don't know. I hope not, but at this point, it seems uh, inevitable. So, well, anyways, on to a more happy subject. Justin Roiland, creator of Rick and Morty and head of the studio that made the recently pretty successful uh, High on Life, has been charged with felony, felony domestic violence. Uh, it's from an uh, incident that happened in 2020 uh, that basically involved a bunch of awful stuff. He was arrested and charged back then. But if you don't know much about the criminal justice system, it moves real slow. And so he got out, out on bail, and he's been out on bail ever since. It's really interesting that this story never got picked up. Um, more than likely, just no one noticed that he got arrested and then released. And the person who um, is the victim is being listed as a Jane Doe. So she's definitely not out there doing interviews and, and possibly getting herself uh, doxxed. So um, I don't know. I have no affinity for Rick and Morty. I think that shows very weird and juvenile. If you like it, you know, it's no harm, no foul, like different strokes, right? Um, I think the High on Life game looks like the most annoying game you could ever make and play. Uh, and then interviews I've seen with him, I've just gotten weird vibes off of him and just never liked him. Um, he, I really like Kind of Funny. And he did a whole day a few weeks ago when High on Life came out where he hosted their daily show and then was the subject of their like two-hour podcast that they do once a week. And um, yeah, that's that was not great, right? Uh, they actually addressed that today on their daily show uh, for like 10 seconds. It was real awkward because I felt like they should have said more. But, you know, what do I know? Uh, they they obviously know what they're doing more than I do. So, so yeah, so, you know, innocent until proven guilty. This is a, a court case. But supposedly he is already pursuing a plea deal. Um, it seems like, you know, these type of charges are kind of weird to bring up because very often they don't go to trial um, because the victim recants or they don't have enough evidence to actually charge. So it, there's probably a reason he's going for a plea deal. Not that that implies guilt, even though normally you have to admit guilt to take a plea deal. Um, it's just a crappy situation. And we hate seeing yet another example of some you know piece of junk that's in the gaming industry that seems like an okay person on the outside and then ends up being uh, kind of a disaster or kind of a monster behind closed doors. So I don't know. It sucks. What doesn't suck is some Mass Effect clickbait news. Okay, so let's talk about some tweets. These tweets that probably mean nothing, but I'm going to talk about them anyways. Um, so we had a couple things happen this week where uh, the one was that BioWare tweeted, does anyone have travel plans? Hashtag Travel Tuesday. Hashtag Mass Effect. This was accompanied by 
a um, a GIF of the Normandy SR2. Uh, it's actually one of the loading screens from Mass Effect 3 uh, flying. Uh, and that was really excited. Ob- obviously, all of us crazy people who are, uh, you know, trying to pick apart every single little thing about what's being said about Mass Effect. Uh, people are like, oh, is that confirming that the SR2 is going to be in the next game? Like, probably not. Um, what it probably is confirming is that, you know, this was the Bioware account, not the Mass Effect account that tweeted this. And um, I think the EA account and a bunch of the comm devs also kind of tweeted stuff at around the same time. So this was some kind of coordinated effort to at least in some capacity keep Mass Effect on the minds of people. Um, I've said before, I, I think we're getting more news this year than we've gotten yet and we're getting it faster than we've gotten we've basically just gotten news about the next game uh at the in seven days for the last three years um i think that changes this year i think at the very least we hear something at e3 and then again in seven day and i think they'll do more of those blogs this year and i think we may even see a blog this year just about mass effect where so far they've either just been about dragon age or which is supposed to come out this year more than likely or uh, about everything they're working on including mass effect i i bet we get a just mass effect one this year maybe towards the end of the year maybe after dragon age comes out because at some point they do have to give dragon age more attention than mass effect which is probably not coming out for multiple years um that tweet about the travel plans was then quote tweeted by Mike Gamble, who's the creative director on the on the next Mass Effect, and said, if only they knew where we were going. Again, literally tells us nothing. But again, it's still hyper, super exciting because they're, they're just throwing out those breadcrumbs, man. And these breadcrumbs literally dissolve in your mouth. They give you nothing. They tell you nothing. But it's still exciting to just see these people, you know, who, who you know are working on the game. Um, talk about it and it's as simple as that it, it really is so um and then uh, just yesterday i believe uh, mike gamble tweeted again and said well it's official at michael tucker la is amazing um so if you don't know who that is michael tucker um has a youtube channel where they do um with a panel of people these really really good breakdowns and reviews of movies um movie stories specifically and he's also done some video games so a big video he did years ago was talking about how the mass effect story should be um like the uh of course i'm gonna forget about it the dragon tv show on hbo uh well yell at me in the comments because i'm not remembering uh game of thrones there we go how mass effect should have been like game of thrones and did this really great video talking about how they could have, or they still could present the mass effect story in a similar way. Um, that would be even more compelling than what they've done before. Well, someone at Bioware must've really enjoyed his work because Michael Tucker is working on the next mass effect game with Bioware. We don't know exactly what their position is. Um, it's implied in some articles that he's on the writing team, um, which would make sense. Uh, he's not confirmed that he doesn't have it on his LinkedIn. He doesn't have it in his uh, Twitter profile. So we have to kind of wait. But for some reason, Mike Gamble was uh, very complimentary of Michael Tucker. Uh, and my guess is that they may in some capacity be implementing uh, their ideas from that Game of Thrones video. So I highly suggest checking that video out if you haven't already watched it. It's it's very good. Um, 
And I'm very excited that people like Mary DeMarley, Michael Tucker, and so many other people are uh, already working on this game or probably will be who, who worked on the previous ones and have that, uh, and have that experience. So, so there you go. There's your Mass Effect clickbait news. Um, Escape from Tarkov. So I've been playing the newest patch for the last couple of weeks. The game is weird, man. Um, I, I have zero faith in the developers. I think they're some of the most incompetent. Like if you think the, like the division is, uh, if you think they're incompetent, man, you just need to check out BSG, uh, Battlestate Games, who makes Escape from Tarkov, which is in its own way, this like sensation of a game. Um, and, and it just, but it has this like, it has this awful community. Everyone whines and they're all got some like, there's some real weird vibes in the Tarkov community. And you've got this game that is just a complete mess. It's on unity. Uh, it's just, it's buggy and it's messed up and things don't work right all the time. They've been making these crazy balancing decisions only a couple weeks into wipe that they should have made at the beginning of wipe, but for some reason, like waited a couple weeks. Um, and it's just, this game is just a complete and utter mess and I can't stop playing it. It's just one of those games that it, it does. I would compare it to the division in some capacity that even if it's not the best game that's ever been made, it just does a few things better than any other game does. And you can't find it anywhere else. And it's so good that you just keep coming back, even though you kind of hate it. Uh, I don't hate the division and I only hate Tarkov a little bit, but you just, you just keep coming back even though you shouldn't because the things that you complain about haven't been fixed in three years it's really interesting. Um, I mean, I, I'm enjoying this playthrough as much as you can enjoy playing Tarkov. Uh, it's one of the most anxiety-prone experiences I've ever had. Uh, it still is to this day, even a couple thousand hours in. I just... The devs are shady. The community's shady. The creators, like the top creators around this game, are like super shady. They have very inappropriately close relationships with the devs. Um, there's just a lot of weird stuff in the Tarkov community. But it's such a uniquely done game. It does some stuff better than any other game. I keep coming back. So here we are. Atomic Heart released uh, some more gameplay. I believe it was like 14 minutes of straight gameplay. I watched most of it. I kind of scrolled through it a little bit. Again, this game is very, very Bioshock-ish. I'm really excited to play it. I think it looks really fun. Um, it looks like it's going to be kind of a hot mess. Uh, and, and, and I may get frustrated and quit. Uh, but we did get news this week, or I think, and I think it was a joke, but there was a graphic posted that said that supposedly there is a two hour sex scene that is uh, unskippable in the middle of the game. I highly, highly doubt that's true. Um, if it was, it would probably actually be rated, um, was it, uh, AO adults only, um, which I haven't seen an AO game in forever. And I don't think that like Xbox and PlayStation will even carry them on their stores. So you'd like have to have a disc. Um, I, I don't know this game, even if uh, assuming the whole sex scene thing is a joke, um, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm excited to at least check that out because it will be on game pass. And then the final thing that uh, I, I might check out is uh, the division two has a new PTS uh, for TU 17. Uh, the title update 17 is going to be the final big patch um, for year four of the division two um, from looking at patch notes and seeing some people talk about it already. It's mostly new gear guns and some PVP changes looking at the PVP changes. I, they aren't anything drastic. Um, I think they are significant, 
But, you know, the issues I've always had with the division PVP uh, aren't exactly being addressed with this. So uh, for the people who are into that, I'm very happy for you. I will jump on and do the manhunt and then come back three months later like I normally do. Um, yeah. So congrats to division fans if this stuff uh, tickles your fancy. Okay, so listener questions. The first one here is from Pizza Morgue. Uh, if you could pick any IP to get the Midnight Suns treatment uh, that and that all of the characters hang out in a big house and want to be your friend, uh, which would you most like to see? I would like to see that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know why I would want to see that. Let's let's say the Gears of War universe. <laughs> I don't even particularly like that game, but let's do it. We have some big personalities and some some character conflicts. I think we could uh, throw in there. So yeah, uh, let's say Gears of War. I'm glad you seem to be enjoying that game. That that game seems to get very. Uh, it's very divisive. Either people really like Midnight Suns, or or they just don't. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so good question there. Uh, Master Prime says, if the next Mass Effect uses cloud-based saves, are you worried about losing them? Um, this is probably spurred on by the Madden uh, events that happened last week where like 60% of Madden players lost all of their Dynasty saves, which for some people can be like hundreds and thousands of hours of gameplay that are just gone forever. That will never be replaced like it's not even like a questionable thing um i'm not worried about it all my st i'm i'm cloud everything these days i that's just how i roll I, I trust the system i trust the way it works and um you know if a madden things happen you know there's ea and ea is technically uh you know owns mass effect uh, and this really applies to any game. Um, I've had very few, if any, issues with the online sync stuff. So um, I would be okay with it. Uh, and then uh, Master Prime says, what game dev studio would you like to be part of? I'm going to give you a real answer here. And it is just none of them. I, I do not want to have anything to do with making video games. Um, it seems like such a, like, uh, just a thankless job. And I just, no, thank you. I'm good. I don't want to work on games. I want to comment on games. That is way easier. Uh, and you get way less crap from people, especially when you're a borderline insignificant player like myself. Okay, thank you for those questions. If you have your own questions, you can ask in the comments of the YouTube video. You can ask on Patreon. You can ask over on Twitter where I post specifically asking for people to post their questions. Um, this is a solo podcast. Uh, we don't, I'm not having back and forth conversation with someone. So the best I can do uh, is with you listening right now. So even though it will be delayed, if you give me thoughts or feedback on previous week's stories, I will talk about it and I will address it. So uh, make sure, you know, in all of the places that you can, uh, you come say hi and you, uh, you know, follow and subscribe and like and all that crap. Uh, for polls, I did a poll asking, has a game ever made you cry? And 87% said yes, and 13% said no. Um, some of the examples were really interesting because some of them weren't like emotional games, but 
the the people explain that it's like it was more that it just moved me because it was so good because i liked it so much not because it was sad or happy or whatever so um that was pretty interesting that was a pretty large number of people uh and then for content updates i have a couple new mass effect videos out this week one is talking about whether or not we can have an alien protagonist uh and then the other one was just talking about when i think the game will release and and, and what i know we're currently at with the game and then some speculation about what that might mean. Uh, I also did a poll on YouTube asking people for advice on the formatting of my videos. I was doing this thing where I was using my stream setup to be in the corner and I would have like uh, pictures or videos I'm talking about on the screen. Um, and then the more I thought about it, the more I felt like that looked really bad. Uh, so I asked people if they didn't want me on the screen at all, if they want me on for some stuff or whatever. And it basically came down to, I want to start and end my videos with my face. And then maybe in the middle, if I have like a real point to make, I can pop back in and like make that point and then go back to the videos and pictures and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So, so that's the content updates, nothing super huge. I'm going to keep trying to pump out mass effect videos until, until one of them finally hits and gets me partnership. I'm, I'm going to do it eventually. Um, big props to Kala Elizabeth who had, uh, one of her videos go very, uh, viral or, and do really well. And it, I believe it looked like she basically got her partnership off of that, which is really cool. Um, I am very jealous of that. And uh, that's all I have for this one. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a nice weekend if you listen to it uh, during that time. If not, you know, I hope you're having a good time whenever you hear this. Um, please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider. And if you're on Spotify or iTunes, please rate the podcast. It helps to get noticed. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, like the video and comment down below, either to comment on something I said or to just say hi. Uh, you can find me all over the internet as Bond Diesel, including on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and on Twitch. If you want to support this show and my other content and get ad-free episodes, please check out patreon.com slash bonddiesel. I have one, five, and ten dollar tiers that you can join at, and they all have their own unique rewards. That's all I have. Until next time. I'm going to go to the next one. 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 I